When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Pam with love. You have to be brave and you got to use what you got. Why can't we be the heroes in our own life story? And from the sinkhole with love. I asked Para to marry me. That's wonderful, Ty. But in order to do that, I need a proper ring. You want me to make one? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, January 31st. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Sad but expected news for British high society, Phoebe Deniver will not be returning for Bridgerton Season 3. The actress who plays Daphne on Netflix's hit Regency-era romance series confirmed that she will not appear in the upcoming season set to be centered on Penelope Featherington, and Bridgerton sibling Colin. But fret not, dear listeners, Daphne shall at some point return. When asked if there were any exciting dynamics for Daphne coming up in season three, Denver told Screen Rant at the Sundance Film Festival premiere of her film Fair Play this weekend, quote, sadly not in season three, potentially in the future, but season three I'm just excited to watch as a viewer. Representatives for Denver and Netflix did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. The upcoming Michael Jackson biopic has found its king of pop. Director Antoine Fuqua revealed on Instagram Monday morning that Jackson's nephew, Jafar Jackson, will play the iconic musician in the upcoming Michael. Fuqua shared a photo of Jafar practicing some of Michael's legendary moves in a very familiar outfit. You can check out that photo at EW.com. The Shrek spinoff movie franchise Puss in Boots has performed quite well at the box office, and that begs the question, could another Shrek be in our future? Canada's eTalk asked Eddie Murphy that exact question about whether he'd reprise his role as Donkey. Here's what he had to say. Oh, I'd absolutely be open. If they ever, you know, came with another Shrek, I'd do it in two seconds. I love Donkey. I wish they would, they would, if they came and they, they did Puss in Boots movies, I'm like, they should have did a Donkey movie. Don, the Donkey is funnier than Puss in Boots. Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, I love Puss in Boots, but he ain't funny as a Donkey. <laughs> no, I really would. I would do a Donkey movie. I would do another Shrek in two seconds. I, for one, am hoping that happens. But until it does, you people can currently see Murphy in the Netflix movie, You People. Cindy Williams, the Shirley of Laverne and Shirley opposite Penny Marshall, died last Wednesday in Los Angeles. She was 75. Williams' children announced the news on Monday, revealing that the actress died after a brief illness. Prior to playing the straight-laced Shirley, for which she is best known, on the Happy Day spinoff, which aired on ABC from 1976 to 1983, Williams starred in director George Lucas's 1973 movie American Graffiti and in Francis Ford Coppola's 1974 movie The Conversation. She had guest spots on dozens of shows and also starred on the ABC sitcom Getting By. 
Annie Wershing, an actress best known for her work on 24, Angel, Bosch, Runaways, and voicing the character Tess in the video game The Last of Us, has died following a battle with cancer. She was 45. And Lisa Loring, who played the original Wednesday Adams on the 1960s Adams Family sitcom, died Saturday from a stroke. She was 64. Having been a child model since the age of three, Loring won the part of Wednesday when she was five years old. Loring went on to appear on The Girl from Uncle, Fantasy Island, Barnaby Jones, As the World Turns, and more. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, folks, turn those tunes up loud for our number three pick today, the debut of Fight the Power, How Hip-Hop Changed the World. Public Enemies Chuck D hosts this docuseries on the history of how hip-hop came to be and changed the world. Now, the last 50 years of its cultural and political impact will be explored by rappers and cultural commentators, shedding light on Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five's song, The Message, and Public Enemy's track, Fight the Power 2020, as well as how hip-hop has become the Black CNN. Here's a preview of the series. In the 1960s, the air of resistance and turbulence helped create hip-hop. Hip hop became our voice that was for so long silenced. When we look at a global context, people across cultures can listen and say, that's my story too. This is some really fascinating stuff, whether you're a fan of hip hop or not. Fight the Power How Hip Hop Changed the World debuts tonight on PBS. Check your local listings for times. And now for a love story that spans a lifetime. Pamela Anderson is telling her story in her own words in the new Netflix documentary, Pamela, A Love Story. For the first time, the actress and model is reclaiming the narrative surrounding her endlessly talked about lifestyle, career, and stolen sex tape. For a decade, the world tried to tell her what to be. But now, well, she's deciding that for herself. Here's a preview. I didn't sleep last night at all. If anybody's watching this, go to hell. I blocked that stolen tape out of my life in order to survive. And now that it's all coming up again, I feel sick. I want to take control of the narrative for the first time. I don't think people consider her the owner of her own image. It's Pamela Anderson, public property. I didn't feel like I had a lot of respect. Did you want to be a serious actress? I am a serious actress. I had to make a career out of the pieces left, but I'm not the damsel in distress. I put myself in crazy situations. And <laughs> survived them. I don't care what people think, because it's the only choice I had. If I cared what people think, I wouldn't be here. Some men think, oh, she's the Playboy thing or the sexual person. And they hate you for being something else. Maybe it's her favorite thing in the world is falling in love. I love you. And loves the idea of falling out of love, too. One man can't do it all. <laughs> 
brave and you gotta use what you got. Why can't we be the heroes in our own life story? Maybe I just do all the interviews naked. There's no mystery here. <laughs> Well, after the story was seemingly told in last year's scripted Hulu series, Pam and Tommy, Anderson sets the record straight and gives a glimpse into what her life nowadays is like with her two grown sons and performing in Chicago on Broadway. Her son, 26-year-old Brandon Thomas Lee, produced the doc, which coincides with the release of her tell-all memoir, Love, Pamela. Pamela, a love story, is streaming now on Netflix. It's trivia time. Pamela Anderson is famous for, of course, playing CJ on Baywatch, Barb in the movie Barb Wire, even herself in the Scooby-Doo movie. But what was her very first role? Felicity in Snapdragon, Cindy on Days of Our Lives, or Chris on Charles in Charge? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. It's a two for number one tonight with the special two-episode winter premiere of La Brea. On the first new episode of the night, the Harrises are returning to 10,000 BC via the enormous sinkhole. Their mission is to upload a virus that will stop all sinkholes from ever forming, even if that means they would never return home. Elsewhere, Ty has popped the question to Para, but he has a very special request of Ella. Take a listen. Ty, I didn't know you were back. Oh, well, we are neighbors now, so I thought I'd come help out for the day. <laughs> Just in time, too. Looks like you guys finally got serious about renovating the place. Good thing I put myself through med school working in construction. I, I think we all realize we might be stuck here a while. You want to get home, but in the meantime, why not put down some roots? Hey, you know, I've been thinking about something like that, too. I asked Pyra to marry me. That's wonderful, Ty. But in order to do that, I need a proper ring. You want me to make one? Oh, I heard you're a great artist. Do an old friend a favor? I know just where to start. Well, that is very nice of her. But things take a turn on the second episode of the night where a survivor is murdered and Sam and Lucas start investigating who might have been the killer. Plus, Gavin tries to save Eve from the vision he had predicting her death. Tune in to the two new episodes of La Brea starting at 9 o'clock tonight on NBC. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. What was Pamela Anderson's very first acting role? 
Felicity in Snapdragon, Cindy on Days of Our Lives, or Chris on Charles in Charge? Well, he was in charge of our days and our nights. It was Chris on Charles in Charge. Anderson was in one episode of the Scott Bayo-led late 80s sitcom and continued to get small roles on TV series before her big break on Baywatch. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.